0: This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records.
1: You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at MiscreantRecordsPod at gmail.com.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. As always, it's me, Jacob, and with me, back again, Hayden. And this week, uh, don't worry, we'll be talking about the Super Mario movie in a little bit, but we forgot, it's also a big week for Star Wars news, and... uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So uh, today, we're going to start off by going through the announcements of the Star Wars Celebration. We might not hit all of them. Some of them don't really matter. But we're going to at least go through the big ones. And after that, then we'll give our thoughts on the Mario movie. Which, I don't have that much to say about. So, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, anyway. So, yeah, Star Wars Celebration was this week. They announced some... Some big stuff. A lot of it, I wasn't super excited about. I well, we'll get into it. I guess (laughs) the first thing is they've announced three new movies, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy came out and said that she wants the um, the Star Wars movies to feel more like event cinema again, like they used to back before they had all the TV shows and stuff. And they, they want a bunch people of stuff. to yeah, they want people to get excited and go to the movies, which a big part of that at the time was you got three Star Wars movies th- in movies in the 70s and 80s. Then you went like 15 years without it and then you got them in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then you went 15 more years and you got three um, again. And it's like, you got, you had like a six year window every 15 years that was really big for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And sure, uh, in like 2008, you had the Clone Wars leading up to the Disney acquisition and you had Rebels and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. really, the main focus was the movies. So, um, and then they really fumbled the bag with <clears throat> trying to make it into a larger cinematic universe and oversaturating with the TV shows. So now, now their focus is the TV shows, clearly, so I think they're trying to get back into movies, but it's it's something that I thought that they shouldn't have strayed away from as much as they have. I didn't mm-hmm. mind the TV shows, but them becoming their main focus, I, I've said it before on the podcast that I think that, you know, Star Wars movies used to be like an event, mmm. And now they feel less so, and it sounds like they agree. But I don't know if they're going about it in the right way. How, how are you feeling about them? This change that they're supposedly making—they've—they've
1: they've greenlit so many things now. It it just really doesn't feel like they're doing that at all. Um, I get like Taika Watiti was supposed to get the next Star Wars film like for the past few years. That's changed. He's still working on one, apparently, from what they say. That's cool.
0: I, I would look forward to that, but yeah. I. It just I don't know, depends. man. The last couple things that he's done, I don't, I outside don't know outside of how I Thor: feel
1: about Love it. and Thunder. I mean, what was his other one? I... <laughs>
0: Jojo Rabbit was fine.
1: A lot of people liked that one. He's got a. He I... writes a television show. That's his like main thing right now. The dark. Uh,
0: what we do in the shadows. I think.
1: Yeah, he's in like a pirate show or something. I don't remember.
0: Oh, he writes. <laughs> I forget what the pirate show is called, but. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know. He, he did, Yeah, he, he does also that does that. Which, I mean, I think he... But...
1: With, like, the right... I think he could do it. it just have to be in the right way. He wouldn't obviously make it anything, like, as dumb as Thor and Thunder, you know? <laughs> like, I that, don't know.
0: It'd just I, be stupid. He, th- he thrives making, like, dumb, funny stuff. And I just don't know if that tone fits Star Wars. Like, fits that... War- he could make it work. I just... I, th- I think there's definitely people he could
1: work with that are still with Lucasfilms that, like, could help that. I mean, like, bring in, like, the head dogs like Dave Filoni that knows everything about Star Wars to be known. Because George Lucas taught him everything. You know, like, I don't know. It's their world. He, he just lives in <laughs> We just live in it, honestly.
0: <laughs> Taika Waititi. I guess, yeah, we'll start with this. The Taika Waititi movie is still happening. Apparently, Taika is trying to kind of make it, like, keep it to himself, not let the studio get too involved. He just wants to make his own thing. And that's cool. But the last thing that a company like this, I I guess the same company, Disney, let him do this was with Thor Love and Thunder. Like, Mm -hmm. he, he directed Ragnarok and he was in it. But he didn't write it. Did you see With the Thor stuff that Thunder, James Gunn wrote... said
1: about it? Taika nah. Waititi kind of bit the bullet, and he had to like have the Guardians in it instead of like Thor being in Guardians because Thor was never supposed to be part of the Guardians, like for Volume Three. Yeah. Um, so that like that was like something that probably affected it. He also, like I don't. I mean, they what, what, what more it, of they like, story the story could you tell for Thor? You know,
0: I don't. It wasn't the story that was the problem. It was the writing itself, the yeah. dialogue, the... Well, I mean... Yeah, the, which he wrote. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if he, in a, in a big series like this, maybe he learned his lesson, but like having him write, direct, and play a major character, which in this one, he's mm-hmm. supposedly starring in it, it just, uh, I don't know. I'm a little wary of that one.
1: I don't know. I, I, f- I feel confident, and especially since it seems like he's he's been taking a while to write it, so maybe he's putting like extra care into it, you know, because he's writing he writes all of his own stories. Maybe he's like trying to do research about stuff he could do. I I don't know. It the longer this movie takes to come out, the better I think.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know. The last time I like his stuff that he does on his own. That's kind of set in its in its own deal, like. I I just the one time that he's written for a large established like universe continuity thing, it just didn't didn't hit the mark. Maybe like I said, maybe he learned his lesson, but I'm just not that excited for that one just Mm because Love and Thunder still leaves kind of a sour taste in my mouth because of that. Because yeah, it's just when he had complete control over everything, I feel like it just didn't hit the mark. But we'll Mm. see yeah anyway that oh, go ahead sorry the,
1: do you want to speak about more star wars movies getting canceled
0: <laughs> uh what's been canceled
1: the the ryan johnson trilogy isn't happening
0: which i mean uh, we've we've the, probably known no, that for well, a long time no they said right? it's, they said it's not canceled it's just not in active development like, development yeah. which means it hasn't started pre-production yet and this is the this isn't news because this is the same thing they've been saying been since like twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not news. It's just they said it again. They're like we're keeping him around, and if anyone ever like, whenever they can bring that up, and not have everyone like, on Twitter being all up in arms like Ryan Johnson should never touch Star Wars again, blah blah blah. Ah. Um whenever that happens I think they might actually make them or just whenever his schedule becomes more open but yeah I, nothing's changed with that they're like we still have these movies planned they're just not in pre-production yet mm-hmm.
1: so Which I mean I, I don't know if those will ever move forward at that point I'd like it I liked the last Jedi <clears throat> so yeah I don't know but we'll see there's so much on I, this list.
0: Yeah. So there's <laughs> the three big announcements. Are you starting were, from
1: the top? <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, on the website that we're using, yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting with the first thing that was announced because it's the biggest news, especially when you consider what Kathleen Kennedy said before about them wanting to get back to movies. They've announced three live-action movies that are apparently pretty far along in development two of them we don't really know a lot about um so we have um we have the one from james Mangold who is directing the new indiana jones movie so he's been working with lucasfilm on that already
1: isn't he also the guy that's getting a uh, swamp thing with the dc universe
0: I'm not sure.
1: I think that got announced this week. Okay.
0: Well, his specific movie is going to be centered around, like, the rise of the Jedi, you know, the, like, the origins of the Force and all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. He's riding it, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> that has the potential to be really interesting or really a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, it does. Um, it's... It's an interesting concept. Like, we got nothing about that really in the original trilogy. They go into midichlorians and stuff in the, in the um, prequels. And they kind of stayed away from it during the sequels. I just... It really just depends on where they go with it. I, I, I want to see the Indiana Jones movie first. And just see how... How he... How his relationship with Lucasfilm is. And like you know if they allow him to make a good story and a good movie versus like if Indiana Jones come out and it's clearly a movie that was made by a committee and mm. uh yeah, I'll see how much control they gave him for that and how well that's received I think that that is going to be a big litmus test for um for how this movie will do mm. but it's an interesting concept and I'm really um, I'm really interested to see how they handle it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess the least. is like, are you interested in seeing that? I just, I
1: don't know. Uh, it's, it,
0: it's difficult
1: because I mean, they, they probably have the source material to do whatever this, like the, the going back to the dawn of the Jedi, right? Uh, like the source yeah. material for it. Not but really. It's, they don't, so I don't, I don't no. know if I want to see just a full creative just outburst unless like, but then then you would have to do it by committee, you know, like, this this is a tall task. It's,
0: it's far enough away where I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think you need to make this by a committee. It's far enough away from what everything else is set in. I think you could easily, it's like the Old Republic, like, they have the source material from, from video games and some books and stuff, so they have more to go off of with mm-hmm. that. But it's set far away and like everything they're doing right now is in between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens, pretty much. Yeah. So it's like if you're far enough away from the Skywalker saga, like it doesn't have to be made by a committee. You can kind of just do what you want and then just not reference it in any of the new stuff because they haven't up until this point. So Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm (sighs) I wanna feel good for it because he directed Logan. I mean, and yeah,
1: and that was amazing. Yeah, probably my probably the best comic book movie, just straight up. If I could think of
0: yeah, one. it's it's up there, probably um, top five at least. Yeah, I mean, and that's
1: all you can ask um, for with it. And, I, it. and he is writing the the Swamp Thing for DC. Like they, James Gunn announced that this week. Um, they're they're friends or something. So hopefully the if it, hopefully Indiana Jones will be good. And that, yeah, that would give you a lot good. of confidence it, it, in both of the, like, in Swamp Thing and then in this as well.
0: Yeah, the, this, it, the strangest thing to me is that it's like, we're getting back and we're making movies again. The first thing we're going to do is a prequel about the Force. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and to the second thing, this is technically the third thing that was announced, but I want to, i want to save the other one for last. Um, Shereem Chinoy, uh, so, they are, um, directing a movie that is set after the events of The Rise of Skywalker, um, and Daisy Ridley's coming back is Rey, and that's kind of all that we know, is that, uh, she's coming back, and she's gonna start building a new Jedi Order, so, this is 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, I think, um, mm-hmm. So. interested to see if they get anybody else back
1: I don't think I don't think what's his name John Boyega would come back I'm pretty sure he said he wouldn't
0: he said he wouldn't but then he's
1: also said afterwards that he would like it I think it would have to depend on how much creative control like they actually have on like with the movie set like with the directors and all of them instead of like studio <laughs> interference
0: well cause with the way that this works is if she's making a new jedi order like i want to see finn there Mm -hmm. i don't really care about poe you know he doesn't have to be around he can be off doing his own thing but they really kind of even though they didn't blatantly say it in the rise of skywalker which i think was a mistake Mm -hmm. they came out afterwards and said it they had a canonical lego animated short for christmas that they did that apparently is canon and it makes it very clear that he is a uh jedi as well and she he was her first student so like that finn was yeah
1: well didn't they show them use the force or something no in the last one i thought they had
0: no in the last one they had him be like ray i have to tell you something and he said it a couple of times, and he never got to tell her. Oh, that's and then right. afterwards, and they were felt like,
1: like... the Force. There's they something.
0: were like... Well, no, he, he was... Everyone was like, oh, he wants to tell Rey that he loves her. But in reality, yeah. everyone came out afterwards and was like... No, he wanted to tell her that he was a Jedi. And everyone was like, you didn't... Uh, Okay,
1: <laughs> he was a Jedi. Not that he was Force-sensitive like, now. Like, yeah, w- whatever you say, man. Like, What did he do? He just if, found some midichlorians and he, he ate them. Yeah,
0: if that's... <laughs> if that's where you like wanted to lead us, then you failed at it, but whatever you say. like, So without him there, I don't really know how I feel about this. I... I kind of liked how at the end of it she was gonna be less of a Jedi, and it it felt more like she was gonna be kind of like a gray Jedi, kind of walking between the light and the dark. Mm-hmm. If she's just rebuilding the Jedi Order, similar to how it was, I don't.
1: What are they? It I feels like know. they could they, they could easily just retell the same story of what happened with Luke again, and I don't want that. That was my initial thought when I read that.
0: I think they're gonna do it, but like she's gonna succeed. <sighs> but then she's not they're gonna, gonna
1: fight what new force well guy is gonna pop out of if nowhere, it's
0: anything you know? like what they're currently doing they're not gonna really fight anybody they're just gonna go around solving like little problems petty crimes yeah it's like which is fine like i would like if you go back to the high republic stuff a lot of that is the jedi they're not involved in some big war they're not these dudes are supposed to be monks Yeah, they're not doing anything crazy. Yeah, they're just being monks, and they're solving, like, small civil disputes and stuff like that. Like, that's fine. And seeing her build it up in a more traditional and, like, the more spiritual way and stuff before they became all pious like we saw in the prequels, Mm. that could be cool. I just don't... I just don't know... (sighs) They're going to take the lesson from people not liking the sequels and they're going to be like, oh, they didn't like it because she wasn't like a Jedi master at the end and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't think that was really the point. I think that there were other issues, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Daisy Ridley is a good actress and I liked the character of Ray. They made some decisions at the end that undid some of the stuff that made me really like that character Mm-hmm. <clears throat> making her a Palpatine and things like that it, it, I mean that's no fault of her own and that's been done so hopefully they can bring her in and, and, and make a good story out of this but we'll see you know what I mean it's, it's mm-hmm. um I don't know how to feel about this one
1: I don't know either I mean I never disliked Ray. always wished that like, Finn ended up a Jedi as well
0: which he did, just off-screen.
1: Off-screen, in a Lego short. Thanks, Lucasfilm.
0: And in, like, an interview that... Uh, who directed that? Was it James Cameron? No, not James Cameron. Um, it was the young guy. J.J. J. Abrams. No, nope, J. J. Nope, he Abrams. did f- No, did he do it? No, he did. Yeah, he did. He did they, the first one. They brought one. him back for the third one. Okay, because it, it was supposed to be, a, it was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow. Yep. But... Um, yeah, he said it like in, the inter- in an interview afterwards, and then the Lego short. And then, do you want to do you want to lead up on this last thing? Because I'm curious as to how you feel about this. I think this third movie, the Dave Filoni one.
1: Do I have to scroll back up a that one? Hold up.
0: It. It's with the other three. It's it's yeah. It's okay, something. I found it. Uh,
1: it's going to focus on the New Republic. Uh, he was the, obviously Dave Filoni's doing it. He did the Clone Wars and Rebels. And he, like I said, he's like George Lucas's student. He's a writer for the, their newer shows as well and stuff. Um, I think he'll do well. If anything, I probably, this is probably the one I have the most faith in, just like right now, just because there. I think there's a lot of source material for the like the wait the
0: new Repu- focus on the new republic. Is that read? Hold on. Read down a little bit and see what... Because <laughs> I, I do have a complaint about this. Um, uh, I guess it doesn't say this in this little blurb. It says that this is going to be the culmination of the TV shows. Oh,
1: great.
0: <laughs> so Okay,
1: never mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought so you this already is the heard New Republic
1: this. In, no, this is the New Republic as in after 6 and before 7. Yeah, I, th- I think you were thinking of fails. the Old Republic.
0: I, I think was. You're done, yeah, that's why
1: I right. said all the source material. I, bro, why does this need a movie? This is not an Avengers level thing. Keep it in the TV shows. That's why the Mandalorian was good for two seasons. <laughs> Come on, a season and a half. Okay, you know what? I'll give it to I'll you. I'll say
0: that. I'll say that seventy-five percent of the first two okay, seasons but were good. You know what? The two episodes in Boba Fett were really good. <laughs> no, they pissed me off though because it was <laughs> a different show. Those episodes were good, sure. So maybe one and three-quarter seasons of The Mandalorian were good, I guess. But it's just... It's like... uh, it, Yeah, it it pissed me off because it just took the focus away from what the focus of that story was. And it it rushed a lot of things in The Mandalorian that I think could have been handled in Season 3. Because so far, it's been a lot of nothing. Um... Yeah, it so it's going to wrap up I guess like the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett and Ahsoka. I don't know if there's any other shows it's going to tie in, but those are the big 3 um that it's supposed to wrap up here. It's it's um yeah, it's it, it's strange. It's I don't see the point in it. I I really don't.
1: I don't either. Why are you announcing like this is like a set of three movies as well? I don't like that. Like, I understand like they probably came out and they're like, we've got three movies coming out, not in a trilogy. We're done with that. But three movies anyways. (laughs) Take it one at a time.
0: So, it's taking a step back and looking at the wider, the wider like TV universe currently. There... Right now, it's just Boba Fett and the Mandalorian, which, um, the Mandalorian currently, I think it's obvious that this season is just kind of spinning its wheels until Ahsoka brings in Admiral Thrawn. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it it seems like nothing major is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We keep getting closer to the end, and I keep thinking that something's going to happen, which we'll do an end up deep dive on this in a couple weeks when it's over. But, like, mm-hmm. I, do, do you think that anything big is coming? Because I, I really don't. From these? From the just the, the this season of The Mandalorian, I guess, like...
1: Man. Is it
0: building towards anything, or is it just a filler season until Ahsoka can come out and give this... <laughs> Maybe. I guess, like, larger universe, its next big threat.
1: I don't know, man. I uh, Maybe they're going to retake Mandalore. Apparently, like, they came out and they said, like, the show, like, the name The Mandalorian doesn't apply, like, just to Din to, to J- Djarin now. It, like, applies to all, like, multiple. So I guess yeah, like, they said you, that you can he's... refer to, like, their race as The Mandalorian. So it, it makes sense. It could be all yeah. that way. So...
0: Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, even back when they weren't all armored and stuff, they were still Mandalorians when they were on the planet. So, yeah, it's, it it seems like for the first two seasons they focused on Din, and then now they say that he's no longer the main character of the show. They say Mm -hmm. that he's like a main character, but he's not the main character. Um it 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 doesn't it's fine this is kind of how i thought it should have been they should have had two seasons of dinjar and book of boba fett should have just been the mandalorian season three
1: yeah i agree
0: then they should have followed um uh, what's her name Uh, hang on. Are you talking
1: about the uh, Cara Dune? That Is show? that her name? The chick from the Mandalorian?
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking about...
1: Fennec? Uh, the, the
0: sniper chick? No, no, I'm talking about the, the other Mandalorian. The li- Why can I not remember her name? <laughs>
1: Redhead. Yeah, that one?
0: Sabine? Yeah, no, Ka- Sabine. Katie, Sa- Katie Sackhoff, she's oh, heard. Duchess Sabine's sister why can i not remember the name of the
1: oh no the, why, oh my why gosh. am i blanking on this we're both what is her name
0: and it won't oh tell we're me. gonna
1: get tore apart by everybody that listens to this
0: oh night <laughs> oh gosh why am i, I... come on come on bo katan Bo-Katan,
1: that's, Oh my god! <laughs> that took way Sorry, too long. everybody, guys. That's thirty <clears throat> seconds of our time. We're not getting. Maybe back. I'll, maybe I'll
0: cut. Maybe I'll cut that out. Actually, no, I won't. I like leaving the the panic in there for all of our listeners to hear. But as um as Bo-Katan, uh like maybe do a season about her, and then like yeah, in season five, have them all come together or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this just seems like such a weird way to do it. I agree, man. And it's like they, they're they stuck in a spot right now where they don't really know what to do. The Skywalker they,
1: saga's over, so they lost everything.
0: <laughs> I meant just with the shows in general. like They did two seasons, Yeah. and at the end of that, Grogu was going to be trained as a Jedi, and then before season three even came out, he was back. And it seems like they're building towards him being like a Jedi Mandalorian, but... They're making him grow up at such a slow rate
1: mm.
0: that we're not gonna get that anytime soon unless they do a major time jump. Yeah. Um. Like, was, so, like no
1: growth in between seasons at all. Like no time had passed, pretty much.
0: Well, they said two years had passed, yeah. but
1: he's already like fifty years old.
0: Yeah, they said two years had passed, but he had he can do more Jedi tricks now but he can't like talk he can't do any like he's no closer to become like to taking the creed and becoming the Mandalorian and he all that stuff. He can't even speak. Oh, yeah, he's still like an infant. Mm. Maybe a toddler at best. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's The Mandalorian itself as a show, I feel like once again is just Spinning its wheels, and it's kind of—it seems like it's just not going to be relevant until this movie comes out. Yeah. Which is it going to be Ahsoka, and then this movie, or are we going to get another season of The Mandalorian? Are we going to check in on Boba Fett at all? Like, I really, I really don't know what they're going to do with this. I don't know, man. But
1: bad news bears.
0: <laughs> yeah the the movie just seems. When Kathleen Kennedy said we're getting back to like having these big event movies. Just these three together and she said this is different. She said that all three of these are far along in production which is um, or in development. Which is different than a lot of stuff that they've announced. Because usually it's like they announce it before it even hits pre-production. Mm-hmm. So with this stuff it's like we're already making this. So yeah. the first three movies you're gonna make getting back into movies they're not connected at all. they're all in wildly different like spaces of time. They're all connected to something else. It just doesn't feel like they're gonna get that big event style cinema thing that they were that they were wanting um you know we we've got. One that's set far off in the past, giving the origin story of The Force. One that is connected to the sequel trilogy, which had, was very mixed in its reception. And one that is very heavily tied to these TV shows. So,
1: I think I have the most faith in the, the James Gold one now. <laughs>
0: I'll be honest. I also feel like if there's any of these that are going to get cut, that's the one that's going to get cut as well. Dang. That would suck. But... We'll see what we'll see what they do. Um, one thing that they did say we, we were talking about the the old republic earlier. The old republic is about to be canon again. It was in the games and the comics and stuff, but it's about to be that they, they Kathleen Kennedy outlines the vision for the future of Star Wars with um, seven different eras. So the timeline goes: the old republic, which is. What the games and the old like legend stuff are based off of. Mm-hmm. Then we have the High Republic, which is a lot of the the books and um mostly books and I think some comics as well. I've read a few of them. It, it's pretty interesting, but it's like the golden age of the the Republic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you have the Fall of the Jedi, which is the prequel stuff, the Clone Wars. Then you have the Reign of the Empire, which is the and the Age of Rebellion, which are like the um the original trilogy then you have the new republic which is i guess mostly in the tv shows like the what was that
1: i said just the
0: shows at this point
1: pretty much they have their own era
0: and then the rise of the first order which it feels like in the seventh one they've already risen so i guess that's like supposedly the sequels i don't but that's the timeline that we're working with. Are they with.
1: bringing the, the First Order back? Is that what they're doing for this Ray Skywalker movie? Hold up. Maybe that's why I don't they know. did it like that.
0: I don't know, man. But that's... Th- just that's
1: spitballing, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what they're working with now, which... Is fine. Like, it just doesn't get me excited, like, like, hearing about new Star Wars movies should. Or, like, hearing about new Star Wars properties used to like it's getting to the point where everything is still a much higher quality than the Marvel stuff but it's just it's getting to the point where they announce it and I'm just not I'm just not excited like Star Wars used to be like my favorite thing and it still is something that I love a lot but just everything since Disney's taken over has been such a mixed bag yeah. and a lot of the decisions that they've made and the directions they've gone and the things they've blamed it's just like i don't know this movie that Dave Filoni's doing it's it's gonna they're gonna be fighting Thrawn somehow and they're gonna find a way to bring back Luke Han and Leia using that like um, de-aging stuff that they do it's gonna be just it's just not something that I think is going to put them back in a good place mm-hmm. Um. but we'll see it is just kind of kind of sad that it's just not what it used to be and I don't mean that as in like Back in my day, it's just like it's not a cohesive story anymore. It's just such a mixed bag of quality when it comes to the writing. It it feels like nothing really matters at this point. The only good, like the only really really good TV show right now is Inconsequential because we know how it ends. It's Andor, um, which is coming back in August of twenty twenty four. So over a year, not soon enough. And that's that's I didn't kind of upsetting. That. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I,
1: out of, I, I haven't rewatched like any Disney properties that have come out since like December after I've watched it initially. Yeah,
0: I at and least want to one. watch the prison episodes again because that oh was oh my gosh, that was great, but my favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, I I think that that show is good. that that's the only thing out of this that I'm really looking forward to though, which is kind of they announced a lot, but oh, I guess some that? of the animated stuff like. The Bad Batch is good. It's getting its third and final season. We've got... Um, we've got... Uh, I think it's like Tales of the Jedi, which is a pretty interesting show. Star Wars Visions. Uh, what was that?
1: You said I haven't seen it, or Star Wars Visions, I don't think.
0: They're both pretty good. They're, like, the, the Star... The which one's Tales the, of the Jedi? Jedi? Is that Visions? So, so te- yeah. Oh, wait, the- t- Tales
1: of the Jedi is the one that's like the Clone Wars style. Yeah, it's it's, the Clone Wars style. I watched like one or two of those.
0: Yeah, I thought that show was really good. It was really interesting seeing those stories that they brought to life with that. I'm interested to see more of a season two. And um, Visions was cool because it's just like they got different art styles and stuff for every episode. And they went through a different like Star Wars story. Most of which was inconsequential. Like it didn't have any real connections, but it was just really fun to watch um
1: i remember whenever they first announced it i was excited for the acolyte because it seemed unique but after what they said for this like in this article and what they said at the, the meeting i'm definitely not what actually what, what
0: did they say it's frozen meets bill and ted or something
1: what i pitched to kathleen kennedy was frozen meets kill bill shockingly oh, she frozen didn't take me out of the K- building wow it's yeah, High Republic that... near the beginning of the prequels and an exciting part of the timeline. This is when the bad guys are outnumbered. They are the underdogs. I'm really excited for you guys to see the things you haven't seen in live action yet.
0: So is this going to be around Sidious? The Acolyte is supposedly about like a Sith Acolyte. At first, I thought it was going to be Old Republic because like back That's before The World of well. Two, when they had a bunch of Sith mucking about, Like, mm. I thought... And that sounded really interesting, but making it in this era that has already been touched upon so much with other movies and TV shows and books and comics and everything, just set something in the Old Republic. Like, just, just, Honestly. you can still do a villain-centric story, just set it back then or with characters that we don't know. They it's just TV keep... show.
1: You know, like, you have unlimited things to do.
0: I don't even Nobody's want to... Nobody's another... touched I, on that stuff yet. I don't want even I don't even want any more TV shows because I want movies again. I but I just I either want them to be a continuation, like a cohesive continuation, which you know I still think it's too soon to do, or I want it to be set in a completely different time period than. Everything that we've seen, because really there's like a 60-year window. And if you take a closer look, everything we've gotten in the past 10 years is in like a 20-year a window.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all the TV shows and stuff that have gotten so much focus are in like a five-year window. It's just, it's like, just send us back to the old republic. Send us back to something more interesting. And with a timeline, like I think they're saying that the Old Republic is going to be the discovery of the Force. Sorry, I keep yawning, but um, I think that that is kind of... That should be before the Old Republic. Like, in the Old Republic, the, the Sith and Jedi had been battling for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, it shouldn't be... Don't say, oh, we discovered the Force and just call that the Old Republic. Like, I don't know. It, it's... I'm excited for some of the animated stuff and everything else is just like I hope it's good.
1: Yeah. I, I just... It's a lot to take in. Yeah. It's, a, it's fatigue. Too much stuff. Disney, you're, you're putting out too much content. Uh, just stop. Give us a year or two. Yeah. Honestly. The,
0: the one... The one big thing that got a trailer was the Ahsoka TV show mm. I there was a time when I was really excited for this TV show Admiral Thrawn is my second favorite Star Wars character I loved the Heir to the Empire series when I was a kid I loved seeing him in, um, in Rebels I watched those episodes specifically um, for him I really enjoyed... I can't stop yawning. I'm so sorry. Um, but I really enjoyed the comics they made with him. The newer books as well. I think he's a really interesting character. Um, and he's... The, the guy who voiced him is in Rebels, Lars Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. um, is reprising the role and playing him in live action. Yeah. I... I'm still excited to see him, and I hope they do him well. But the show, just knowing the consequences of it, seeing that they're bringing everybody from Rebels back, it's cool. But like, am I gonna have to go back and re and watch all of Rebels, which I never did? I haven't either. Um, <laughs> it's like knowing that that it's leading up to one of these movies and that it's connecting closely with The Mandalorian and stuff, it's like maybe this show will be the launching pad that makes this story kind of elevate and matter again Mm
1: -hmm.
0: instead of feeling like it's going nowhere. And I keep saying this, but The Mandalorian Season 3 still has like two episodes to to make something happen, but the fact that like your nine-episode TV series or eight episodes or however many hasn't really had anything significant happen to the last two episodes like that in itself is a a detractor for me Mm. um but yeah we'll we'll see how this is how do you feel about the trailer that we watched
1: (laughs) i think for the most part like it looked visually good um i did make a comment to you when i watched it like in the first five seconds those pillars look fake they look awful um if people want to go back and look at the trailer cool i don't really care if you do but they do look bad right there everything else i thought like i was after i saw that i was like i gotta look at everything else to see if it looks fine and it did um we see like an orange lightsaber in this we see ahsoka's white ones um i don't really know where it's going in the story because i don't know anything that happened in rebels and i know she like time traveled or something to get to where to where she is now or something i don't know
0: i don't know I think there's some Inquisitors in the trailer which is, you know, the Inquisitors are cool, like, they were one of the good parts of the Obi-Wan show. Um, They'll be interesting to see. I always like delving into some of the the Sith hierarchy and, like, how they... We don't see much of them in the movies and, like, in the expanded content we see more of it. That always really interests me. Um, So I hope we get some of that in this, but Her specifically, it looks like she has kind of tracked Thrawn down and he's back and she gets the Rebels crew together to go and try to finish him off, which I assume they'll do in the big movie. Um, Great. They call him the heir to the Empire in this trailer, which is a big thing, like a big nod to the book that he was introduced in. Mm. Um, Other than that, it's like, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Because I just...
1: It's a show I don't have any expectations for at this point. I mean, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, I remember that. us talking about Thrawn like over a year ago. I remember we yeah. did like fan casting for it. Um, Don't know when. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, it is exciting to see him like in the universe now. And I like how they did get the same guy to play him, even if he like doesn't fit the visual look that you
0: expect of it. Which I think Which he can obviously fine. all
1: Yeah, like, they just gotta put a wig on him, and he'll shave, and it'll be, probably be fine. Yeah, obviously.
0: I mean, looking at, looking at, like, a picture of him, he looks like he fits Thrawn's vibe, and then mm-hmm. what little we saw of him in the trailer, like, I didn't have any issues with it, so... Yeah. But... I definitely don't, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. That'll be cool to see, but the show itself... It feels like since 2015, since The the Force Awakens came out, like we've gotten not more bad than good when it comes to Star Wars because we haven't gotten anything other than The Rise of Skywalker that I think is truly, truly bad. Mm. Even The Book of Boba Fett had a decent amount of redeeming qualities. And even The Rise of Skywalker like on premiere night tricked me into thinking it was a good movie until like... I was lying awake in bed that night.
1: No, I remember seeing that thing and I was like, I hated that. Yeah. I <laughs> Nothing was like, I wanted to happen that would make sense with like what happened in The Last Jedi happened. And I was like, get out of my, get out of here. <laughs> yeah,
0: it really, it, it, it got me with like the event cinema thing. It was something that I'd looked forward to for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for it. I went and saw it at like the premiere on, you know the day it came out and i left and they did some things in it that like got the emotions going and it tricked me into thinking it was a good movie but then when you sit down and think about it it's like no that was awful like it had so many negative things and it just was flashy enough and did it a, enough right there at the end for me to be like that was cool and i wrote my Letterbox review in the car before i left the theater And that is why I always give movies at least like six hours before I review them on Letterboxd. (laughs) Because I had to amend that review a few hours later.
1: He was like, I actually hated this movie.
0: (laughs) Sorry. I was like, I think I was like, yeah, this movie tricked me. And I feel (laughs) upset by it.
1: He's like, screw you, J.J. Abrams. You bamboozled me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But other than that, like even the Book of Boba Fett, I thought had a lot of redeeming qualities. Um, So... I think there's just been more mediocre than anything else. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan at the end of the day was pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, the book of Boba Fett, pretty mediocre. Um, the Force Awakens, uh, the solo movie. The solo movie I thought was pretty good, but like the really good things we've gotten have been uh, the Last Jedi. In my opinion, I know some people hate that movie, but that's your opinion. Whatever and rogue one i thought was really good and andor has been really good everything Mm. else live action wise has just been kind of kind of mid or bad like the rise of skywalker (laughs) yeah so it's it's just it's it's kind of kind of sad that it seems like they still just don't know what to do with it disney acquired this this beloved franchise and they wanted to treat it like marvel and they learned pretty quick that wasn't going to work and then when that didn't work their plan has just been to spin their wheels and hope for the best to pump out product yeah this is their (laughs) this is their next big plan and we'll see if it works but i hope it does but i really don't by all means i want it to work for our sake (laughs) so
1: i don't want to watch bad content I say it all the time, I feel. I just yeah. I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. But it <laughs> sounds like we'll probably have to. At least some of this will be bad. Um, is there anything else when it comes to this that you want to talk about? Uh, I, I can't uh, think of anything. We already talked about how uh, Andor Season 2 has an August 2024 release date, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah skeleton crew Um, like they announced the directors for the each like like episode who cares about that really yeah that that's some big names in it though i mean like john watts he did the spider-man movies uh bryce tallis howard you know yeah she's she's done a lot
0: closer to time i don't really know what to think about that
1: yeah which i mean jude law's the star in it and he's good Uh huh. so hopefully you know there'll be more good outside of just him
0: yeah, so we've <laughs> talked about Visions, we talked about Tales of the Jedi, we talked about the Taika Waititi movie. I think we've got everything. That's fine with um, <laughs> Jedi Survivor, there's not much else to say about that. We're going to talk about that when it comes out, I assume, so that'll be a few weeks away. Uh, Coruscant's going to be in it, apparently. but That's cool. Yeah, Star Wars I'd just like kind of... Star Wars Celebration snuck up on me this year. I thought it was usually in May, but I guess not... I also thought it was in May normally. And uh, it seems like they just, this is their next big plan. And it just, I don't know. it, it The way flat. they're running it reminds me of how DC used to be run. But they're pumping out better quality stuff. Mm. But it's not great. And it seems like the plan is just all over the place. And it's like changing very much as they go. Yeah, they're just bringing... They're, they've brought in a lot of directors just
1: for like them to get backseated to make this other stuff. I yeah. don't know.
0: It's <laughs> like they have this shiny new toy and they don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah, I really don't know.
0: Also, one thing I did forget, the Lando series is still happening with Donald Glover.
1: I'm excited about that.
0: That's something that I was really excited about, and then the farther we get away from Solo, the more time it's been in there. It's like,
1: I don't know, I feel like that it'll make it fresh for Yeah, the, he, for Lando, he, the character.
0: He is my third favorite character, I really love him, and I hope that it's good.
1: I, I do think it would be. I don't think Donald Glover would put anything out. Like that, where he would be the titular character. Like,
0: <clears throat> I feel like he
1: is he involved in the creative process because I assumed he would. I think be, like, so. Writing, writing I assume everything. so. I don't think
0: they've officially. If said he's it, writing
1: but... it, I have one hundred percent faith in him. I haven't finished Atlanta purely on the fact that I don't want it to end ever. So
0: that's,
1: that's fair. <laughs> I, I that's got why I the never last season, season, I was two. like, I don't think I could do it. I was like, there's three more episodes. I don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But. So hopefully all of this works out and hopefully all of this is good it's just it's i'm getting to the point and i don't know if my patience threshold is just a lot lower with star wars because i had so much more love and care for it than i ever did for marvel but like when marvel got started tanking it's just like it wore my patience down and i just i don't want that to happen with star wars but i gotta feel it coming but the good thing about this show that we do is that we have to watch everything. Speaking yeah. of watching everything, uh, we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie this weekend.
1: Yeah, we did. Now under the what the whole episode <laughs>
0: was uh, I, I, th- for, for the title I mean, I'm Star Wars
1: celebration both. is definitely. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna put both on. things in it. That just happened to sneak up this on us. This was just side-
1: a big event. Apparently, happened this weekend, and this was it. So yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I It really caught me off guard, because I thought we had a month until this thing happened, but no, it was this weekend. <laughs>
1: the highest grossing animated movie, like, box office o- opening ever. It's kind of insane, honestly.
0: Yeah, it looks like Puss in Boots is going to stop making... Do you know that since that movie came out, it's made like a million dollars a day in the theater?
1: No. It's because people keep saying it's so good, probably, and people... More people well, I it's never that, got and, like,
0: it. people just keep taking their kids to see it, because it was the only animated movie out, and stuff like that, so that this is sense. probably gonna... It, it, it was also spring break season, like, most of the time it was out. No, I say that it came out in January, so not really. Or maybe even December. <laughs> so... Maybe it's just that good, dog. But it's been going for a while, and it's been making money the whole time, so... Up until maybe this week, it was still in my local theater here. And movies don't stick around that long usually, so mm-hmm. especially not these days when they come to streaming. I already saw *Puss in Boots* like on DVD at Walmart when I was grocery shopping today. So, um, wow. Wow. stuff comes out super quick now yeah, on the streaming like, and didn't on. Did you to say like,
1: this movie's coming to like a streaming service in like a week?
0: Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't like how it used to be like way back. Like, it kind of stopped being like this when we were pretty young. Um, Back when a movie would come out and it could be like over a year before you could get it on, on DVD. Mm-hmm. But I feel like before COVID, they had a really good thing going where it was like Two a movie would come out so, in right. theaters it'd be in the theaters for a couple months and then mm-hmm. six months after that yeah it would be on dvd mm-hmm. but now it's like for a while you had stuff where it was streaming the same day and now it's like two weeks after it comes out you can find it at walmart and you can find it on streaming and it's just like i miss like we're trying to put when, movie
1: theaters out of business honestly like what are we doing
0: Which, movie theaters are my favorite place to be. I love going to the theater, so it would... The last week, I went and saw three movies in the theater. I couldn't
1: tell you the last time I've done that. No, I saw
0: Dungeons & Dragons, then I saw John Wick 4, and then I saw Super Mario. So... Which one was your favorite? Out of the three, Dungeons & Dragons. So, um...
1: So, I did enjoy Super Mario a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess we'll just get straight into it. What are, what are your thoughts on on the movie? Since you already gave us a little bit,
1: I uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the the whole switch up where they like they shot the commercial, and that's the only time they did the Italian accents. I like that. It's fine. I like it better that way because I don't know if I would stand Chris Pratt's. Italian accent and uh, oh, what's
0: that? I just what's did. You know name? where the ad was from, though.
1: It's from yeah. It's from the original movie, the the live action movie, right? The Plumbers.
0: No, it's from. It might also be from that, but it's from the um the TV show. It was mixed animation and live action. Huh. Uh, I I watched it on Netflix a while back, and it used to come on. Uh, tv when i was a kid on this like i forget the name of the channel but i watched like the old 80s and 80s gi joe and transformer cartoons and stuff on it too i think it was like a night early 90s late 80s tv show yeah. but yeah the like the hooked on the brothers thing that was the theme song for that
1: oh i did not so, know that. i just yeah. assumed that was a reference to the, the the old live action movie that everybody hates no no <laughs> i
0: i don't think that it might be in there but if I anything know. It was also, like, the theme song for that TV show, which I really mm-hmm. liked. I guess we'll just go... Quickly. Visually, I thought everything looked fine. It was a really good animated yeah. movie. Yeah. I have no it complaints was.
1: there. No, none at all, I don't think.
0: I do have some complaints with the soundtrack. How did, How <laughs> do you feel about this? Which parts of the soundtrack? I want to know that. <laughs> so, for me... I didn't mind the score. I really liked how they mixed up some of the old Nintendo themes, like the old Mario themes and stuff, I like and made them into the yeah. score and integrated them into the score. I really like that. Mm-hmm. My complaint is with like the needle drops that they did. They like played the I need a hero. Yeah, the I Need a Hero. That's the, a little
1: overdone now too. Like that's been big for at least a year. Yeah. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs>
0: They played Thunderstruck, they played Mr. Blue Sky, they played No Sleep to Brooklyn, and they played something else whenever the the Donkey Kong guy was taking them to the Kongs. Like it, it just every time they did that, I was like, this would be better with like a Mario video game style song and like mm-hmm. the song isn't for the kids either it's it's strange it felt like when it they always get in the felt carts, weird and, bum,
1: bum, bum. <laughs> and you're yeah. the the race theme instead of no sleep till i thought that was i thought no sleep till brooklyn was fitting for that scene cuz I, I don't think that the yeah song used because as they much. were in
0: sure the because too. they were in brooklyn yeah <laughs> but it's like they didn't even get creative with it. They used the most used stuff. Like other than that, they were really creative with the The sound. best songs
1: like, used in this movie were Jack Black's original songs. So,
0: it's true. Like I love they, Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did some guy. cool stuff. Like they used the old like GameCube opening sound as Mario's ringtone. Yep. And like I said, whenever they integrated like the old video game songs into the soundtrack, I thought it was good. It was just all of the like licensed music. Mm. I guess the video game soundtrack is also licensed music, but all of the you know needle drop like actual real world songs they put in just didn't mm. didn't fit for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, it like made like it feel said, like a Shrek my favorite movie. One. Yeah. Or like, okay, but a Shrek like, movie, they do it well. Or like, that was in, like, early 2000, you know? Well, well,
0: okay, that's what I meant. But, like, it worked in Shrek, but it didn't work in this. It made the Super Mario movie feel like a Shrek movie, or like a Despicable Me, or a Minions movie. It's like...
1: Which, I mean, it was made by the same people that made those two. I know. So...
0: So I see I mean, why they would do it, but it's just... It grated on me a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean... Like, like you said, the score was great, I thought. I loved Jack Black's original songs whenever he was doing it. it it's something you completely had to know. was like You knew something like that was going to happen, more than likely, because it's Jack Black <sighs> as an animated character. He's going to sing. Um,
0: yeah. Not one of Jack Black's greatest songs, but... <laughs> definitely fitting for the
1: movie, I thought, and funny.
0: <laughs> I feel like he could have done more with it, but I feel like yeah. they were holding it back a little bit.
1: I, probably so he was like I want to go hard like I know part of it was like he i would lived part of it already like I think it was where he just keeps repeating peaches yeah yeah, probably <laughs> peaches, peaches peaches peaches
0: yeah but I love it. yeah it's those are my biggest complaints before we get to the, like the spoiler section so we talked about yeah. our usual non-spoiler stuff if you haven't seen it there really isn't that much to spoil in this movie so you can probably just listen to the rest of it it is a kid's movie and we are about mario we are two grown men on a podcast criticizing a children's movie i get it but still here we are it's our job (laughs) are you ready to start yeah
1: i wish yoshi was in this (laughs) just like they showed his species for like a second then they showed the egg at the end this i'm getting way ahead of myself yeah um I just wish he was in this.
0: I don't. I don't think it really matters. I don't care that much. Like, probably not. What would they have done with Yoshi? I don't
1: know. I mean, the if movie they, was an hour and thirty minutes.
0: If they know? did, yeah, but you can't make a kids' movie longer than an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, like,
1: I, I know, but like, like, there's a lot of people that weren't kids that went to see it, like us. But that's
0: not the po- Okay, <laughs> say this right off the bat. <laughs> they made this movie to be a kids movie like they should have. I agree. They made it a at tight 90 minutes. It is very fast paced. they don't waste any time. All of the references and stuff can also be played off as little jokes or funny stuff like they this isn't a Pixar movie. There's not any great depth of emotion. There's mm-hmm. some stuff for like the true fans, a little bit for the parents or whatever. but mostly at its core, this is a fast-paced movie for kids with uh, funny sounds and flashing lights and stuff. Like, It has all the bells and whistles and the short-run time of a great kids movie. Mm-hmm. If I had a child or if I was a kid, I would have loved this movie as a kid and this would be a great movie to take your kid to see if you if you have a child. I think but, so. So like any time where it's like... <laughs> I wish they added 15 more minutes in this so I could see Yoshi. It's like...
1: I didn't say 15. <laughs> I meant like 30 seconds, man. Just like...
0: Oh, they, well, they, they what, gave you that. Like they gave scene. you the Yoshis.
1: Th- not Yoshi. You know.
0: He could have been out there. I mean, we find out that no. he wasn't, but he could have been. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean... I tell you, uh, Brian really loved this movie. His yeah. favorite scene was the dog scene at the opening.
0: Enemy of the <laughs> show, Brian. was pretty Brian. funny. Love this movie.
1: This, the dog scene at the beginning was pretty funny. I'll give it that. I, just the, the real world... I didn't expect any of this movie to be in the real world. If I'll be honest.
0: It... <laughs> I... Look, not we, not we, like... We are criticizing movie. a kid's movie. I did not like that. That's one of my <laughs> biggest complaints with any video game movie is when they're like part of this is in the real world. New Donk City exists. In this movie the mayor of new york is the mayor of new donk city in the games (laughs) just make it in new donk city so that that way you're not spending like you know 20 or 30 minutes of this movie in a part of this world that doesn't have any of the cool and interesting characters like putting a bunch of humans around it you know if if it was in new donk city maybe we could have just had yoshi running about with him but like you already have a big city set in universe. Why do we have to have it in the real world? Yeah. You could still do everything else without making it in New York. I don't... I didn't I didn't like that. I, that, that I didn't like a, when they did it in Sonic. That's what
1: the movie was. You know, like, they were plumbers in New York. Like, I don't think it had really anything to... Like, I have never seen the movie, right? Have you...
0: This, yes, I have. And so this that... pretty much was the same movie like
1: just animated
0: yeah so they start off as regular plumbers in New York they go into the Mushroom Kingdom and eventually the Mushroom Kingdom comes back into New York and they have to win it feels like Nintendo wrote this script they didn't like how it was handled last time so they gave Illumination the same script I think it worked (laughs) out yeah I just I don't know it just felt like we didn't get as many, you know, funny cool characters as we could have if they had started to see them Dry in Bones, new Donkey told. What was that?
1: I was excited to see Dry Bones. He was always my Mario Kart character whenever we would play when we were younger.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I liked that. I, th- those were inter- anytime we saw like an interesting like seeing the Shy Guys when they kidnap Luigi like <laughs>
1: that was sick. That I was
0: cool, that. you know. <laughs> <laughs> when they <laughs> it, this movie really makes you think that every time you're using a turtle shell in Mario Kart like that's a guy there's a guy yeah. in there <laughs> there's a dude
1: spinning because,
0: around yeah multiple times <laughs> there's a big Mario Kart scene um i will go back when you said they needed to add Yoshi in this the only way to get Mario and Yoshi to interact in this i feel like you would have to replace the Mario Kart scene And have them riding a bunch of Yoshis. I think that's the only way. Like to make it work. In the same quick and fast paced manner. That this movie was written. Yeah Um, that'd be fair.
1: But I like that we got the cart scene. I wish the cart scene was more. It felt like less. I don't know how to say this. Like it felt all over the place. Kind of like they were just fighting on a road. Rather than like actually driving towards the Mushroom Kingdom. It's a you know. It's
0: a kids' movie. It's it's gonna feel yeah. all over the place. Like it like, which that's just the fine. Thing. Like
1: it was a good. It, they like they fought and like they captured everybody, which was the point they were sneaking up on them. Like Bowser's yeah. people. I don't remember what they they're called. Uh, like the Koopas and the, the, the Coopas, Goombas yeah. and all them. They they sneak the Koopas and them.
0: the Goombas. The Koops and the Gooms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jay. Koops and the gooms. It's like <laughs> Uh, yeah my bad. <laughs> um, but they they surprise them they capture all of the kongs that came to help the mushroom kingdom and the only person like that's left is like peach and she's like don't hurt my mush- my my toads and they're like Bowser's like I won't hurt them if you marry me and she's like i guess
0: that was really interesting in this that it's something that they go for in Super Mario Odyssey that his goal Bowser's kind of always had this goal. He wants to marry Peach. He lies to Bowser Jr. and tells him that Peach is his mom in some games. <laughs> I didn't think that that's the that's what they were gonna do with this, but I thought it was funny that that was like still his plan in this. Um, I am yeah, I glad that, that I am glad that Peach never like really needed rescuing. Yeah, she was always in control
1: of herself. Like it was, She had every situation I handled.
0: Yeah. I do wish that there was more Luigi in this, but mm-hmm. they had to get separated initially. Like, I, I get it. But it felt like yeah. he was kind of sidelined.
1: And probably um, just like... They might give him a spinoff, I would think.
0: They said that they're yeah. planning on making a Luigi's Mansion movie, which I did say that I wanted, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, and I think it would be they could do it well as well. I don't an hour and a half out of that. I don't know. Like I've never played those games, so I don't know how much material you could do with it. You could you could thing. easily get an hour. And,
0: I mean, yeah, you could get an hour and a half out of that, no problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so it's Charlie Day. Is that him? Is that the yeah, car- guy that Yeah, that's Charlie him? Day. Okay. It overall it wasn't bad. Bowser. I liked his motives and I mm. liked how they handled that. I don't like how they took the fight back to Brooklyn and fought there. I just feel like it could have been a more interesting fight if you had it in the Mushroom Kingdom still. Mm-hmm. That just felt unnecessary to me. It f- that Those decisions made it feel like they just remade the original movie as well. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, overall... The specifics of this like i don't really have that much to say it was a fun kids movie donkey kong seth rogan is donkey kong i feel like was, was a great. good choice
1: i think so too i loved it i loved um, it so much
0: <laughs> yeah it how they both had like daddy issues was funny and how they like almost started to bond but then donkey kong was like never mind your dad should be disappointed in you because you saw yeah. Mario, <laughs> yeah, like I that. Like, that, that was funny um a lot of the jokes in this movie didn't land, but they will land for kids. But some of them was were genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cranky Kong, I feel like, was a bit underutilized. I don't... Is that the dad? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: He is r- quite funny in a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the cool Kong that like took them to the arena. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that supposed to be Funky Kong? Do you know who Funky Kong is? I have no clue who Funky Kong is, man. Oh, well... <clears throat> I know Diddy Kong was in it. <laughs> Diddy Kong was in it, along with... uh, What's his sister's name? I forget. No clue. Um, is it like... It's not Daisy Kong, because Daisy's the other princess. Something like that. Something. Something. Um, but... Uh, we have... Yeah, it's when one of those, like shitty like real life songs played while he was driving them up I was like is this supposed to be Funky Kong in a weird way cause he doesn't look like Funky Kong but he kind of has the same vibe I'm <laughs> um, going to vibes here <laughs> but, he didn't, but he didn't stick around he left immediately so maybe it's not Funky Kong but that moment was one of those where I was like you have so many good songs from the Donkey Kong games you could put into the soundtrack here and you choose this song. Nah. that that's that. That goes back to like one of the complaints that I had earlier about the soundtrack.
1: I do wish he would have thrown more barrels whenever Mario and Donkey Kong fought initially. I wish we saw more of like an original like, like the the sixty four bit game where he was, where Mario was climbing up to get to like the top of it to like fight him. Well, or that something.
0: that game is in this movie. Whenever he goes. To his room and starts sulking at dinner. Earlier, uh, he's playing like the original Jumpman game on the uh, NES that he has.
1: I wish we saw that. You did like, well, I wish we saw like the. You know what I'm saying? Not like the 64. I I or, get like, it, 8-bit. but like,
0: they also already like, gave maybe like you a five second
1: mo- shot. You know, they also like, just already from the side. Yeah,
0: they already gave you like. Mario going through a Mario level like that training course was essentially yeah. just a Super Mario Brothers level, so they already kind of did that,
1: and they did the like they had the side shot of when Mario and Luigi
0: are running at some point. Yeah, like, so moving
1: like they're in the game mm-hmm. at the beginning when they're in New York, actually. Yeah. yeah.
0: So these cool. They yeah, they they already showed Jumpman and they already showed um like, a regular Mario level. I just think, doing it again, they don't waste much time in this movie doing fan service, and that's Mm -hmm. purely what that would have been. It would have added nothing for the kids.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like that would be a nice nod. Because that's something you can just do, like, quickly, and it doesn't have to matter at that point.
0: They did a lot of nods, though. They did, like... The GameCube thing being his They got to save tone. some
1: more for the the sequels, right? Yeah,
0: the Punch-Out <laughs> Pizzeria and having uh Charles Martinet uh playing Punch-Out and then him doing his little cameo mm. after the advertisement they see, you know, you have when they're picking their Mario Karts, they like it's the same they screen as when it. you pick it in Mario Kart 8 and stuff. Like they have Rainbow Road, they have the little Mario level yeah. that he does at the training course. They have a lot of nods. I feel like, you know, they 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 did a lot. They did a what lot. What was for the, the fans. big underwater monster? Hmm? Was that in something?
1: The big underwater monster that swallowed Donkey Kong and Mario.
0: Maybe, um, if it is, I don't remember it specifically, but.
1: Heard. I, had, I. Whenever I was watching, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that before, and I, I've seen most of the stuff in the movie from what I know.
0: I want to say in Super Mario sixty four, maybe there was an underwater level where you had to fight a big thing like that, but I don't remember for certain. I don't know. But yeah, ultimately, plot wise, I don't really have much else to say. I think it was a, I think it was a solid movie. It was a great kids movie. I just think, I think that so overall, like. For my personal enjoyment, the only reason I was there seeing it was for the podcast. If we didn't do this, I might not have seen it. I yeah, probably, probably would have anyway. Just cause it was I would've. It's yeah, cause it looked fun, but I had a good time with it, but like I'm not gonna be going mm-hmm. back to it and watching this again. Like I said, it doesn't have that depth that like a Pixar movie does or even something like Shrek where you can enjoy it past um, past the first viewing without like watching it with a kid or something but um overall like if i was a kid this movie would be on repeat like 24 7 probably so
1: it's a good movie i think for a kid especially Mm -hmm. um i thought it was funny brian said it it's his favorite movie he's seen all year
0: that's nuts to me (laughs) yeah but he's seen creed 3 Maybe this is better than Creed 3. I don't know.
1: Who knows? I don't know either. But, uh, it's been, <laughs> I haven't seen Creed 3 in a while.
0: <laughs> it's been like, yeah, it's been like a month.
1: <laughs> Tough.
0: Um, He's seen
1: three movies this year.
0: I've watched f- like 52.
1: Like new ones? Uh,
0: no, but I'd say two thirds of those I probably hadn't seen before.
1: Yeah, I started the year off strong, watching a lot of new movies. But yeah. Oh, well. This has nothing to do with Mario. Yeah. Take uh, your kids to go see this.
0: <laughs> for sure. Performance-wise, though, I know that we were kind of worried about Chris Pratt. I don't think he did a disservice in this movie.
1: He did just fine, I think.
0: But he didn't add anything to it, which I f- yeah. I've said this before on the show. Just go back to having like career voice actors, do this voice process. characters, and animated stuff. I agree. Like, don't... What's the point of bringing real actors and, like, they're not adding anything to it?
1: You're just spending more money doing it.
0: Yeah. A voice actor could have done more with this, I think.
1: I guess I... it's, like, Chris Pratt... kind of, like, uh, promote- promoting or, you I... know, like, <sighs> attaching big names to it makes people want to see it, unfortunately, instead of giving, like, people that, like, have worked their whole lives, like you said, to be a voice actor... I just don't like
0: this trend
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I'm hoping eventually it dies but like very rarely do you get a live action actor who is really good at voice acting like Mark Hamill was that Mike Mm -hmm. Myers um, Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy was also like uh, Robin Williams um, Mm. are like the few that I can really think of But now it's it's just like they're not bad. It's not hurting the movie, but it's not helping it. Like if you got someone who was great at voice acting to do all of these guys. Jack Black did a good job. Seth Rogen did a good job. Everyone else did serviceable. Both
1: those those guys are probably more used to it, especially Jack Black. He's been he had the whole Kung Fu Panda like franchise and however many shows they had. Right. Yeah. Like that, which was crazy. Yeah. Seth Rogen just did a great job overall, I thought. he was. Yeah, he, I think Donkey Kong was my favorite. It's going to be one of those two. It's Bowser or Donkey Kong in the movie. That my
0: favorite was the little star that kept wanting to die in the castle. I <laughs> Brian that. looked at me
1: and he was like, that is you. I said, you're right. I felt that, yeah. <laughs> and then like they didn't die and he's like, aww. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then at the end he played a saxophone and I was like, I used to do that. <laughs> I was like, what's he
1: doing? I was like, "Where did this come from?" <laughs> I, I don't get that character at all. Is he from like any of the games?
0: <laughs> I think so. It looks familiar, but I don't remember which game. I'm sure it's, it's from, from something like Bowser's
1: Inside Story or something. He's a little amoeba inside of somebody or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but <laughs> That'd be weird.
0: Yeah the the performances. I thought Peach was good. Um, I thought that. Yeah, everyone else was. was just serviceable. One thing that. Charlie Day said in an interview that like he never interacted with Chris Pratt. he just oh, went into the bo- What was that cool
1: I said you'd love to hear that
0: yeah it's like he <laughs> said he just went into a room on his own and he wasn't even given a script they just kind of told him what to say which Luigi didn't have that much to do in this movie so I guess maybe you could not have a script for that but
1: I think Charlie Day's a really good actor to get for Luigi because he does frantic good
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like, just I feel like
1: it probably came more natural to him. I feel like he did a decent job, you know.
0: Oh no, I'm not saying he did bad. I'm just saying that like hearing what he said about the recording of yeah. these of the dialogue is like, okay, <laughs> it was a bunch of years. people in a recording booth by themselves, kind of improvising stuff based off of general things they were told. Like you'd
1: think it's a Marvel movie.
0: It, it's. <laughs> just get a Sorry. bunch of and like you probably can't get these higher profile actors in a room together it's easier to get them by themselves but when you get voice actors together in a room and they can bounce off each other and stuff like that's something that I miss that we don't see much of anymore this is more how animated movies are made now and I just
1: mm.
0: I think that uh yeah I, I think that going back to having like trained voice actors would be would be better for movies like this.
1: I would agree. And it adds an element of it adds a, an element whenever you're actually recording these with other people. Oh, for like sure. bouncing the lines off it, it it's hard to describe. Like it it just adds more emotion, more realness to it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's like it's the same thing can be said about someone in a live action movie when they're acting against real sets and real people other than a green screen. Like yeah. It's a similar vibe.
1: Yeah, it worked, I guess. I mean, it worked okay. Like, mm-hmm. You know, movie's gonna be mega profitable. This might end up being the highest-grossing animated movie of all time, eventually.
0: It might be, and Peaches might be in a, an uh, an Oscar-winning song. That'd be funny.
1: That. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd personally, be,
0: that'd be really funny. I don't think it'll Good for happen. Jack Black. I think the like the Academy is too up its own ass to do that, but probably it'll get nominated, I'm sure. I hope so. Um, <laughs> But we'll see. That's all I have to say about the movie itself. Unless you have anything else to say, what do you think they're going to do with this? Slash, what do you want to see moving forward?
1: Um, well, they're obviously going to bring in more characters. When they make another one, they're going to bring in Daisy, I'm pretty sure. Um, obviously they're gonna bring in Yoshi. They drop that like a Marvel character at the end in a post credit scene for some reason.
0: Which this movie had two of.
1: Hey, <laughs> a Mario? a Illumination? Whoever made the decision to do that? This is gonna be the first time I curse today. Fuck you! Um, why? <laughs> Just put it at the end! It's an animated movie! You're yeah. not Marvel!
0: I, Marvel doing that cursed movie and I hate yeah. how... It happens in everything now. I hate... That's another reason why I hate superhero <laughs> movies is that like, they popularize that.
1: I just hate it. Why Why would they do that? It, it's pointless. Just show those at the end and be like, go home, kids. Don't wait. You're going to pee yourself because you, you drank all your soda and your parents are wanting to see these after credit scenes. I will
0: say, everybody except for me and my girlfriend and one other group of two people Left during the credits. Including the three other people that we went with. So Fair enough. Most people didn't stick around for it. I looked it up and saw that there were a couple. So I stayed. The middle one was kind of funny. The last one felt unnecessary. Just put it at the end of the movie. Post-credits scenes are... They're good because... They let you sit and in theory see everyone that worked on the movie and really grow in appreciation for that mm. as someone who likes movies and would like to make one one day i can appreciate wanting people to do that but <laughs> they've gotten excessive they've gotten a lot sloppier than they used to be a lot more meaningless than they used to be Used to, you would stick around the whole time and you'd get like a meaningful little nugget of information at the end of a movie that will directly matter later. But no. now it's like most of them are just nothing. And oh, half gosh. of them are for movies that are never going to get a sequel. Shazam, the stuff in those post-credit scenes are never going to matter. Like, mm. it, it we get a lot of that now. A lot of nothing.
1: Yeah, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I already have to sit through 30 minutes of credits, bef- or not credits, 30 minutes of previews before the movie after watching 15 minutes of ads because I get there early. Yeah. And then I have to wait 15 minutes at the end of the movie to see one final scene that you could have just slapped at the end of a movie. Or, Which... You know, at least after, like, the main characters' names come off the screen like you do. Like, a mid credit scene. Just make them both mid credit scenes. That's not, like... Mid- I don't even really count mid credit scenes as, like, end credit scenes because... Like, they just show, like, ten people's names and then, like, hey, here's a scene.
0: I don't mind mid credit scenes, too, because usually the credits they do before mid credit scenes are stylized and interesting and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, they've just gotten excessive. I will say I used to not... I used to really enjoy and look forward to seeing the trailers before movies. But that's back when, like, that was how you saw trailers. Now everything is on Twitter, like three weeks before you see it in the theater. And it's like... It used to be exciting, but now it's like... Oh, and I use this in the theater and I'd be like... Oh, I I didn't even know this movie was coming out. And I'm excited for it. And that trailer looked really good or whatever. But now it's just like... I see nothing new. I see... Granted, like, yeah. I went to the movie theater three times last week. I saw some repeat trailers because of that. But also... I saw them all on Twitter weeks ago. Yeah. It's just, those aren't as exciting as they used to be. The whole, I still love going to the theater to see stuff. I love the big screen. I love the big sound, the big speakers. I like just being in that dark room to watch the movie. Like, no distractions. Like, you're not going to get on your phone, you know. You're not going to, like, have to pause it to do whatever. So, I, I like that aspect of it. But, like, the thing surrounding it, the like the the sheer amount of post-credit scenes we're getting and um and like the trailers just not being as like cool and informative as they used to be like that that experience has kind of saddened me how that's gone downhill but that's besides the point Mm -hmm. um yeah i i think they'll do a luigi's mansion movie and i'm excited for that uh other characters that i want to see i really don't care that much like Daisy Rosalind would be cool to see, or Rosalina. Is it Rosalina? I think Rosalina? they're
1: bringing her to in. Yeah, or something. So, Maybe I just saw something that were like, what would you? Who would you like to see in that? I assume Daisy would come into the next one. They've made we'll no official Luigi's announcements.
0: I would like to see Wario and Waluigi like gross versions of like that'd be cool. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't. Jack like wants Pedro Pascal as as Wario. I don't know how I feel about it. It's just like, because
0: he has a mustache, like. <laughs> I think he could, I think he could do a good job. I mm. think that like a trained voice actor could do better. But if yeah. they're just going to keep casting like regular movie stars, then sure, that's fine. Like I don't mind that. Yeah. As long as he commits yeah. and does a good job.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. But, but I don't really have much else to say about the movie, if I'll be honest. Yeah, I think that's I all I've it.
0: got as well. Um, so we hope you enjoyed today's episode going through Star Wars Celebration. And the Super Mario movie. Um, we will be back next week to talk about something. I'm sure something else will happen. I don't really know for sure. But um, we'll see you then. As always, like, rate, or review this on whatever you're listening to us on. And tell a friend about the show if you think that they would like what we're talking about. So, But uh, that's all we've got. So, Hayden, uh, take us out. Say our, say our catchphrase.
1: its a me. A miscreant!
0: woo This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on
1: Twitter at Pods and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.